Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 4, looking at verses 16 through 18, read from the New Living Translation. The Sanhedrin Council had nothing to say in the face of this supernatural healing of the crippled man. Remember, he's been lame for more than 40 years and the preaching of the gospel of Jesus. The council chamber was cleared so that the leaders could decide a course of action. How Luke knew what went on in this closed discussion has been debated. Possibly a sympathizer among the council leaked the information. And we're living in a, an era of many leaks in the political arena. But let's listen to Acts chapter 4, verses 16 through 18, read from the New Living Translation. What should we do with these men? They asked each other. We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign. And everybody in Jerusalem knows about it. But to keep them from spreading this propaganda any further, we must warn them not to speak to anyone in Jesus' name again. So they called the apostles back in and commanded them never again to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. Again, Acts chapter 4, verses 16 through 18, read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I'm your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for taking time to uh, learn God's Word with me as we learn together. Like Follow, share at Minute Words or hashtag Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. And my podcast is heard wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. Y'all be blessed. Again, that's Acts chapter 4, verses 16 through 18, read from the New Living Translation. The Sanhedrin are in a quandary. They don't know what to do because the, uh, the council and the uh, leaders have been teaching that the uh, disciples stole Jesus' body. And there are too many witnesses. And now they've done a miraculous sign. They've healed a man who's been crippled for more than 40 years. So they're in a quandary. They don't know what to do with the apostles. You know, how can you stop the spread is what they want to know. How can we stop the spread of this? So they command, they try to command Peter and John to stop preaching in the name of Jesus. And you know, once Jesus is a part of our lives, it is so hard to, uh, to like the scripture say, I can't hide. You can't hide that joy the, the, uh, that you feel inside. You want to share it. And that's how the apostles are. And that's how all of the believers are. They're hearing the word. They're sharing the word. The word is spreading. So the council said, okay, we can't deny this because the people have seen it. 
the corruption of their hearts was plain. They acknowledged that a miracle had genuinely happened, yet they refused to submit to the God who worked the miracle. The religious leaders are uncertain what to do in the face of the evident power of the apostles' words and creeds. This emphasizes the emptiness of the religious leaders' claim to have authority over them. So they can tell them, don't preach anymore. But it's not going to do any good because God's word will reach to the highest mountain and the lowest valley. But let's continue. So uh, they fear, their fear of the preaching of Jesus was rooted in their own sinful uh, self-interest, not in any desire to protect the people. They didn't want the gospel to spread any further. Uh, although the religious leaders cannot deny the miracle, they refuse to accept the message about Jesus to which um, so many have borne witness. Yet their chief concern is to keep the message's reach and influence from growing. And as I as we read this, as I read this, I keep thinking about people who are persecuted in foreign countries and even here in America, people who are persecuted for saying that they um, they're Christians. I mean, there's there's persecution in different areas. So just I'm not even going to get on a soapbox there. Because once you start trying to say this one's right and that one's right and this is what God meant and that's what God meant, you start stepping on people's toes. So let me just stick to what's here. To prevent the further spreading of the doctrine of uh, the apostles, that they're teaching about the resurrection and the ascension of Christ, they charge the apostles never to preach it anymore. Not to preach in that name, the name of Jesus, but it enacted, but uh, be it enacted by their authority that no man speaks at all or teach in the name of Jesus. That's what they tried to put in place. We do not find that they give them any reason why the doctrine of Christ must be suppressed. They cannot say it is false or dangerous. And they are ashamed to own the true reason, and that is that it testifies against their hypocrisy and wickedness. Jesus said they're like uh, sepulchers. They're full of dead men's bones, but the, white, the outside is wiped clean. So they look beautiful on the outside. On the inside, they, you know, they're, they're corrupt. But let me continue. There, and I'm reading from Matthew Henry. There is no greater ser no. There is not a greater service done to the devil's kingdom than the silencing of faithful ministers, of putting those under a bushel, that are the lights of the world, and we see that everywhere. They threaten them that if they do, it will be to their peril. Christ had charged them to preach the gospel to every creature. Now, the priests not only forbid the preaching of the gospel, but threaten to punish them and treat it as if it's a heinous crime. Let's pray. Mm -hmm. 
Father, we thank you. We thank you that your word goes forth no matter how the devil has tried to stop it. Even now, we read about uh, Christians all over the world who are persecuted. Father, we pray a hedge of protection around them. We pray that your word continues to reach to the highest mountain and to the lowest valley. We pray that your word continues to soften the heart. God, we pray even for the Jewish nation, which refuses to accept Jesus as their Messiah. We're praying, God, because there are Christian Jews, and we thank you for that. Because there's a lot of things we would not know if it wasn't for our Jewish uh, Christian friends who teach and preach your word so that uh, those of us who are Gentiles can understand what everything, what your word, how rich and how deep and how powerful your word is. And we thank you for that, Father. We're praying for those who are in harm's way. We're praying for angel protection. We're praying that anything that pertains to them, Father, that you protect them, their homes, their health, their finances, their their property, their children, whatever it is, Father. We pray that you keep the hands of the enemies off of them. Keep it at bay. Keep the hands at bay, Father, in the name of Jesus. We're praying for um, those who are in the battles in uh, the Ukraine and other places. Praying for those even in Iran where they're fighting just for basic human freedom. God, they aren't Christian, but we're praying that your word reaches them also in the name of Jesus and praying for those who need you in a special way and thanking you for answered prayers in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.